Hey guys, welcome back to the Gather Podcast. I'm excited to be here with you today and I'm looking forward to talking to my friend Diane and she's gonna tell us a little bit about her life and how she finds strength in God through the ups and downs. So Diane, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hmm. I'm a mother of four sons and a grandmother of three girls and a boy. So I got the girls. <laughs> so two, two are grown. Well, actually three are grown. And then I have this little one that's just turned four. And she's my delight, my little Emmy. I love her so much. I get to see lots of pictures of Emmy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's my doll. She's my girl. And where do they all live? So they're all over um, the place, aren't my they? My son Keith lives, he just moved recently. It's quite distance away anyway, out in the rural area. Um, Jim lives in Arizona. He's a, a record producer, so on. Um, Nick lives in Florida, and he just got himself a, a condo, so he's so proud that he's bought himself a, a little place to live. And Bob lives seven minutes from my house, so it's great. That's good. You get to see them. That's good when they're close. I do. So I know when you were a young mom, you became a single mom. So yes. tell us a little bit about that story. Well, <clears throat> uh, I had I got married very young because I was pregnant. I had to drop out of high school. And I, my parents insisted that we get married, so we got married. Um, I had my son, and then I was pregnant with my second one, and my ex-husband decided to go to Florida. And what he told me is, when I get down there and get settled, I'll, I'll come and get you. I'll have you come with the kids. And when he got down there, he called me and told me they didn't want to be married and they want children. It's oh, heartbreaking. You must have felt so vulnerable at that point. Well, you know, what am I, what am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. I have a year old baby and then I'm pregnant and my, you know, and my parents had to, had to take me in because they had no place to go. Mm -hmm. And I lived there with my parents. I had the baby and then after I had the baby, I went to work and I saved the money up and got a divorce because I knew he wasn't coming back and he wasn't gonna do anything. So he abandoned you, yeah. And then after I got the divorce, I quit my job and I went to school full time in the evening to get my high school diploma. And then I went on and I, I remember thinking, you know, what am I going to do? You know, what would be a good job that would be able to support my family? And I don't, I didn't think of it, but I think God gave me the idea of it, mm -hmm, to be absolutely. a nurse because it's there a great are always job. sick people. Yes, truth. <laughs> and that's how I figured, well, you know. Well, and you be, like taking care of people. And I do so. like taking care of people. So I went to school, uh -huh. nursing school, and that was a struggle because I had to drop out because like my babysitters kept quitting. Mm -hmm. I had three babysitters in four months. So then my you know, my mom finally stepped up and said, you know, I want you to go back to school and finish, and I'll watch the kids. So I did. I went back. But that relationship was sometimes challenging, very, too. Very, very volatile. And so you had to manage that. And oh, yeah, yeah. She was, my mother was mentally ill, so it was difficult to deal with her. 
So through all of that, I just don't see bitterness. I see hope and strength and joy. And so what point? Thanks the Lord. What was the pivotal point though? Was it then that you came to the Lord? Like it, or was it later? It was later at, you know, my kids were, I had, I had forced my first husband and then my second husband, I actually went to high school and junior high with, and he's cute, but he never <laughs> dated or anything. And then um, I went out with the ladies that I graduated from nursing school. We went to Cloverleaf Bar, uh-huh. and we, we were out for the evening. We were going to go see a movie, and he was in the bar, and they, they were bugging me, go up and play, you know, a song or something. So I did, and he walked up to me, and you know, started to talk to me, and he asked me for my phone number, and I gave it to him, and I thought, well, he'll never call, because he knows I have kids, you know. Mm. Usually men don't want divorced women. If they do, it's not, not nice, so, but he did call, and we did go out, mm-hmm. and after nine months, we got married. That's amazing. It He's is a amazing. great dad to your kids. And, and I had guys, prayed, yeah. even though I wasn't a Christian at the time, I had prayed to God and asked him to send me someone, mm-hmm. you know, because I, it's difficult for a single mom with two children, you know, and I lived in a rented house and, you know, I had a babysitter, but, you know, that's, it's hard. It's very Absolutely. hard. And I wasn't getting any child support either. And so then... As your kids got older and Well, you... when I, we got married, Jerry, you know, we, we ended up, uh, I think we were in the townhouse for a couple of years, and then we bought a house, and my kids, you know, said to me, are we rich? And I wow. said, no, we're just normal. Because <laughs> they That's thought that we were rich because they uh-huh. never had anything. They didn't know what, you know, what to make of that. Yeah. And uh, he decided that, that he wanted to adopt the kids. Mm-hmm. And so we went through the adoption. Um, I had to get my ex-husband's approval, and that was difficult. So how powerful, like now that you're a Christian, when you look at your story, I think of like Ruth with Kinsman Redeemer and mm-hmm. that Boaz came in and right. and, and that just that picture of, of Jesus being our Redeemer and then also you know, adoption and mm-hmm. just your kid's story of adoption and being mm-hmm. put into a family. And he says that he yep. puts the lonely in families. Yep. And there, yeah. it, it then um, after I had, the, you know, I did go back to school and get my registered nurse's license. And mm-hmm. my husband was a Vietnam War um, veteran and he was exposed to Agent Orange and he mm-hmm. got sick and he had three strokes and ended up in a nursing home and he was there for almost five years. That was tough. That was very hard on me and the kids, you know. The older ones were gone but the two younger ones are still at home and they took it real hard. And then he did he did pass away and that was hard too. Yeah, absolutely. Very hard. And at some point in between there, there was a moment that you came to the Lord too, because I know that happened. Right after I got after. married to Jerry, my sister came to me. We were still living in townhouses, and she told me about Frank Majewski and how he had this Friday night meeting at 12 in Hoover at St. Sylvester's, and they have a building behind the church. It was like a meeting area. And I went there, I took my mom and my kids, and that's when I came to know the Lord. And she, I actually, my mother got saved too, which was great. And then um, after he went into the nursing home, I, I sold my home and bought a house in Warren. And, and 
I remembered when I was at the net that I came here at, at Faith and I, it was Stations of the Cross, it was a Friday, a good Friday I remember. My sister and I came and I, and I thought what a nice place, what a nice church and everybody was so nice and friendly and I really liked it here. Mm -hmm. But I was committed to another church at the time and I didn't want to make that change. So after I moved uh, to Warren, I thought, you know me, I'm going to go there. I just and, see like God's hand directing you mm -hmm, all the way all through, the way through. providing. And, yeah. So then mm -hmm. I came here and the first time I walked in the door, everybody was so nice and so friendly and I felt so at home and I thought, wow, mm -hmm. this is where I belong. This right. is my church. So we met after you had a break-in, yeah. which is very scary. So yes. I want you to tell us that story. But we were, we were meeting to pray together and just see how you were and if we needed to refer you to more counseling for trauma, post-traumatic stress. But yes. I was so amazed at just the, the strength, not that you weren't scared and you had some insomnia and things like that, but just the, the relationship you had with the Lord. But tell us a little bit about the break-in and kind I of what happened. I was in bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I guess they had had many break-ins I wasn't aware of around my neighborhood. And there was a young man, he was going around, you know, casing the area to see, you know, young p people right. that live alone, elderly couple, you know, right. that kind of stuff. And um, that's, they, they had checked all my windows. And there was one window in my family room I could never get the hook in. That's the window they got in through. And they oh, came boy. in, and I was sleeping in bed with my cat. And um, they said, he came in the room and shined the light in my eyes and woke me up and scared me, of course, yeah. you know. And right. he said, um, I want your debit card and I want you to give me the number. And if you don't, I'm going to kill your cat. And How terrifying. And then he, I gave him the number, and then he says, oh, you're lying. That's not the real number because it was one, two, three, four. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, it's not the real number. I said, yeah, it is a real number. You know, why would I lie? Right. So he did tie me up behind my back and my feet. and the zip ties, right? Like he was, oh. Yeah, really tight. And he ransacked my whole house, went through all my drawers, threw my clothes all over, my closet, everything, stole all my jewelry, took my phones, and then they went out the same door that they came in. Well, in the meantime, I was sweating under those covers. But you were also praying. Well, when he was in the midst yeah. of it all, I, I, said to, I started praying to our father, and he said, shut up, shut up. So I... I didn't say it out loud, but I said it in here. Right. God heard me. Yes. And when he when they left, I I I wasn't sure they were gone, but I was able to get those Zip. those things off and off my feet. And I was so afraid to go out of that bedroom and start if they were still there. So I kind of like tiptoed out, and they were gone. And I ran <laughs> in the kitchen, and they had taken all my phones. I had a cell I had a cell phone and a landline, and they took it. But when he was ransacking my bedroom, he knocked the other one on the floor, the landline. So that's how I called the police, and they were there short, real, like, within minutes. And this is my favorite part. They were so, uh, <laughs> you always say so it. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they took my phone with a, a GPS on it, and that's how the police were able to find them. Yeah. And they caught them at 3 o'clock in the afternoon the same day. Yeah, well. And I got everything back. Foolishness kind so of what did they in gain? every area. 
nothing, but they scared you. But thank goodness, you know, I feel like through that all, God mm. was still watching over you. Even he was. He you know, protected just, me because he had, the one guy had knocked a lady uh, with a shovel down her stairs. Oh, yeah. So that could have been me. He could have really hurt me, but he yeah. didn't. Well, I'm glad that you were trusting in God and just taking I one step at a time and praying the whole time through it all. Mm -hmm. Just reminds me of John 16, 33. It says, in this world, you're going to encounter much trouble, but I have overcome the world. Right. So it's like when we're, we're weak, he's strong, he's with us. So... Um, and so, yeah, I feel like for, through all of that, I kind of expected you to have a lot more symptoms. So when those would come up and you would be afraid or you'd have those memories, mm -hmm. what did you do in those times? Well, you know, I just, I just put my trust in the Lord. I mean, you know, and prayed to him and asked him, well, please take that away. And then in the meantime, I sold my house and I moved. My son said, that's it. You're yeah. Moving. So he wanted a little me closer to him. him. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. so it's not like you didn't have some fear, but with the fear, you went to God with that fear instead of. Oh, it, like, yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes we think that we're going to have no fear, but really the truth is when we go have fear, we just need to run to Him and yeah. get that strength. So, um, and more recently, one of the challenges that you've had is your cancer diagnosis, yeah. too. Well, I, and, I back in 2000 and in. Um, Seven, I had my, I had my thyroid removed. Is it seven? I don't remember. Anyway, I had my thyroid removed, and everything was going good. And I was going to an endocrinologist, and like three years into it, he said, "You know, your thyroid globin level is up, and that's a th that's a hormone that your thyroid gives off. I don't have one." Mm -hmm. Well, cancer takes on the property of whatever organ it's been attached to, so the, that's what it was. Is the cancer had spread to my lungs? I had eight. Uh, little areas and so I ended up having a, um, a biopsy of that. They took one out um, and it is thyroid cancer. That was, you know, I went okay with that for a while but then he wanted me to go, he didn't know what to do. He's a thyroid, he's not, he's a thyroid specialist, not a cancer specialist and so he said, well, I'm going to this, this uh, place in, in, you know, for a seminar in May and this was April and he says, and I'll find out how to treat your cancer. I thought to myself, I don't think so. So when I went home, I called Carmanis, and there, and I went, I made an appointment and went and see yeah, a specialist. Yeah, a specialist. That makes a lot of sense. And he's been following me since. And yeah. Now it's actually spread to my bone. It's uh, in my spine and in my left hip. Yeah. And you were just praying to make it to Emmy's birthday. I just wanted to come make it to last Christmas. Last Christmas, and then one. now you've got Emmy's birthday, one. and now you get another Christmas, and mm -hmm. so we're thankful for every single day. I got to see her turn four. Yeah, those are such good And things. I got to beat my granddaughter, got married a couple of weeks ago. I got to go to her wedding, uh -huh. and the other one got engaged. So, so a lot of celebrations lot of that you got to be part uh, of. And yes, I'm so, so happy I am. That's good. And every day I thank him, I wake up. First thing, thing I say before I even get out of bed is thank you for another day, Lord. Yeah. And you saw God show up in a really big way, tangibly, because you felt like you were praying and you were telling me about that circumstance. And yeah. You know, I, when you go through something like this, you, you think about, well, what's going to happen when I start to decline? Where am I, you know, who's going to take care right. of me? You know, and I was praying and asking the Lord, please send somebody, you know, to, to help me. And mm -hmm. he said, I will take care of you. 
It's so great when yeah, he speaks I was to reading her. the Bible, and there it was. Great in his word. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll take care of you. I will, mm -hmm. I will provide that. So I know I'm going to be okay. He's, yeah. When I get to the point where I'm starting to, you know, yep. go down, he'll, he'll be there. He will. He will. And so will God's people, too. We'll be oh, there, yeah. too. So I know. I'm in a wonderful church. That's good. So, um... So when I was sick, I had my favorite worship songs, and I called them fight songs. Yeah. So what are your songs that you Well, love? you know, a lot of them come in and out of my brain. And yeah, the other day, it was uh, God's Child. I'm, I'm a child of God. Child of God. Yeah. I love that one. Mm -hmm. I love that song that of uh, Lauren. Dangle. Yeah. I never can pronounce her last name, but it's You Say, and I love that mm -hmm. one. I love all her songs. I have her whole, her whole CD, yeah. and then... Um, Reckless Love is Reckless. another one. You've always loved that one. I always. Every time it plays, okay. I cry. <laughs> because, you know, it, it makes me know what God will go through to bring you back if mm -hmm. you lose sight of, you know. So that's a hope. And that's a lot of prayers that you have for the people you love, too. Yes. For sure. And so what about favorite Bible verses? Mm, gave me that one, too. Um, it is Psalm 8, 1. Lord... My Lord, how majestic is your, is your, are you in all the world? Oh, I love that. That is so great. All I the love earth. That. Oh. All right, love so that. tell us about best days of your life, some of your best ones. We talked about some of the hardest ones, so tell me some of the mm, best ones. I think the best days of my life, the very first one comes to mind is the day I got saved. Mm -hmm. that, that's above everything. So what did you feel like when the difference between before and after, like, you know, I was seeking the Lord my whole life, I think, ever since I was a little girl. But that day when I stood there and, and asked Jesus to come in my heart, it, it, I can't even express how you feel. You, do, you feel joy. You feel happiness. You feel love. You feel excitement. And that's how I, I was like crazy. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> did you tell people? Did oh, you, I, had, yeah. I had stickers on my car. <laughs> All the stickers, get all the stickers. Everything. I, I just in. That's great. I was just so excited. Just couldn't believe that this happened. It's like a God did yeah, that brand new, brand new identity, Everything. brand new life. That's so great. Yeah. I love that. So, um, what do you want for your family and friends when you think about your big hopes for them? I just want them to remember me as love. I love my family and I love the Lord. And those are the two most important things to me. Mm -hmm. You know, everything in my life, those, those mean more to me than anything. My kids, my grandkids, and the Lord. And yeah. the Lord's first. Absolutely. So on my wall in my house, I have um, a Bible verse in Psalms. I'm going to forget where it's at, but it's basically the generations will tell of your mighty works. And I feel like every time I see you, you tell of God's work in your life. You tell me something else God did for you. Like every time I see you, the gratitude that I see that comes from you, like you are going through hard things, but yet you are telling me about what God's doing. Let me just tell you what God did this week. You know, and you always do that, which is so beautiful. And then Thank next, you so much. Oh, next to that, I have my grandma's uh, picture and she's holding on to my dad and my, sis, my aunt's hands. And my grandpa was in World War II at the time, and she was very young. 
as a young mom. And she's got this look on her face, because you know, nobody smiled back then, they just kind of looked strong. And um, whenever I feel weak, I think of that picture, my grandma, but I also think of you. Because you, your strength really, really is found in the Lord. And when I see you, it's like I think, I always tell women, you need to have a woman that's a little ahead of you and a little behind you. And somebody that has walked life. And when I see um, the ups and downs that you've been through and everything and the strength that you have and you gain from the Lord, that gives me great encouragement. So thank you for sharing your life with us. So, Thank you for asking me. All right. Have a good day, everybody. I hope that your day is full with joy and that you um, were blessed by hearing Diane's story.